Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Children that have been in difficult circumstances, children have been traumatized, children have been in unsafe places with unsafe people, children that have experienced trauma beyond their ability to cope. They are very vulnerable. They are vulnerable children. There are children at risk. How do you relate to such people? How do you, how do you relate to kids like this? Many of them are located in homes of adoption. Homes are foster homes. There are institutions of various kinds. You know, kids like this are difficult to bring into your home and raise. Yet many families, many families reach out to such children and adopt them. Put them in a foster relationship at first, see how it goes, and then make the decision regarding adoption. Well, what about these kids? Who are they and how do you relate to them? How do you help them begin the process of becoming normalized? Begin the pathway, walk the pathway of becoming a trusting child, a trusting adult, when they have not been able to trust anybody in the early years of life. You know, if these kids are not changed, if these kids are not um, tra- uh, not psychoanalyzed, so to speak, and altered in their behavior patterns, their emotional patterns, their attitudinal patterns, well, they're destined to live lives of isolation and lives of fear, a life of fear and a life of disconnect. But if they can overcome it, they, they can begin to trust once again. These kids have potential. Academically, they have potential. Socially, they have potential. Spiritually, they have potential. They have potential in all areas of their life. But they have to learn how to trust. And they have to learn how to connect. So we refer to these children as children from hard places, such as abuse and neglect or trauma. And because of their histories, it is often difficult for these children to trust a loving adult, even if that loving adult goes way beyond the normal range to express love and to share love with these children. It often leads to very perplexing behavior patterns, often rejection based on fear, based on their experiences that they can't trust anybody. So how does a parent bring a child into their home as now a foster child and then become a normalized child in their home? Well, we kind of do that through a process called connecting. I recently came upon a book entitled The Connected Child, The Connected Child. And um, that book uh, has a subtitle, which I think it puts it into perspective. Bringing Hope and Healing to Your Adoptive Family. That's the book. It was written in 2007, so uh, it's been around for a long time. I've not known about it, but I just recently came upon it. And the book talks about the connected child. Obviously, a child from early years disconnected, but needs to become connected. Learn to be connected. Learn to relate. Learn to trust. Learn to become involved in the life of another person, and then eventually in the life of another family. So, how does that happen? What's the... Uh, way for attachment to take place? What's the way for fear to be reduced? What's the way for trauma to be uh, eliminated or reduced so that they can become normal children and relate in normal ways with a normal society? Well, let me give you a couple ideas here that might uh, be helpful. If you're in such a situation, or if you know someone that's in such a situation, of trying to connect with a child that has come from a difficult place in life, especially in terms of like adoption. But you know, even in adult, you know, a, a, a person may marry somebody, child, a, a woman a, becomes a wife, but she really is a person who came from a dark history, come from an unsafe history, 
come from a trauma history, come from a uh, distrusting, and then comes into a marital relationship. Very hard to create a marriage with such a person. But if you're going to do it, it has to be done on a kind of a trusting basis that is rebuilt and that is uh, reorganized so that person who does not trust can learn to trust one person, two people, three people, four people, and so on in their life. How do you develop that? How do you develop that sense of connecting, that sense of trust? How do you reduce that sense of fear, that distrust, paranoia, if you will? Well, obviously, there are some very basic factors. One is you have to follow through. If you're dealing with such a child or such an adult that has come from that kind of history, you must follow through with whatever you say. If you say you're going to do it, then do it. If you say you're not going to do it, then don't do it. If you're going to do it today, then do it today. If you think you're going to do it tomorrow, do it tomorrow. If you say you're going to do it next week, do it next week. There is no option. You have to be able to uh, demonstrate that you are a person that follows through. And if you are a person that follows through, trust will gradually develop. Then there's another factor. Do as I say. You know, if you say it, follow through on it. If you say you're going to do it, do it. If you make a promise, keep that promise. If you've been told something in uh, confidence, keep it in confidence. You see, you must keep your words to be honest, keep your words to be trusted, keep your words to be trusting, keep your words to be uh, faith-building, trust-building, if you will. You connect by having mutual interest. You share interests together. And the, the more you have commonality and interest, the more you connect with somebody. You connect by being complimentary. You know, we always are attracted to people who compliment us. We reject, we re are repelled by people who criticize. So you need to be a person who is complimentary. If you're trying to build a sense of trust with somebody, you have to not only follow through and do what you say, but you also have to be a person who compliments and honest compliment and follow through on that compliment. Compliment not only once, but compliment many times. People repeat their behavior, then you compliment that behavior. If it was complimentary one day, it's complimentary the next. If it's pleasing one day, it's pleasing the next. Help be a helpmate. You know, if you have a person in your life that is hard to relate to and there's a trusting problem, work together, such as in chores, on some kind of a task, some kind of a project. Work together so you build a working relationship, and then that will build a trusting relationship and reduce, you know, fear. For a child, that means helping with chores, helping with homework. You know, helping in the classroom, helping with friendships, helping in social relationships, being a facilitator. Kind of be on their side. Be a person who's on the side of the person who distrusts, who has fear. If you're on their side, they'll be more likely to attract themselves to you and you to them. And then there will be that sense of trust that will be developed and a connection that will start, you know, to be uh, formed. You have to be loving, obviously. You have to be very loving, consistently so. Caring and loving and sharing and being supportive and being kind and being gracious and being uh, grateful. You know, and all these things. You have to be verbal. You have to say these things. You have to behave that way. So your words match your behavior. Your words of compliment uh, match your behavior of compliments. Pat somebody on the back at the same time you say how much you are proud of them, how much you're pleased with them. Those two things then you know, go together. So what you're trying to do is to build a sense of connection. And you have to reduce fear, create connection. People will not approach somebody and connect with somebody until fear is reduced. That sense of distrust is reduced. 
They must feel safe. They must feel secure. They must feel uh, welcome to have that connecting relationship, that trusting relationship. And that's your job as a, an adoptive parent. That's your job as a foster parent. That's your job as somebody who marries somebody who comes from a hard place in life and, have has, and has had trauma in their life and have had experiences where people were trusted and then they let them down. They disappointed them and hurt them. That's a hard place to come from. That's a hard thing to rebuild. Trust is hard to rebuild. But all these ways you can approach a child, you can approach another adult, and build that sense of trust. It can be done. You have to have your relationships to be trusting relationships. And those relationships must eventually result in connecting, being belonging, being part of, sharing with, belonging to family, a relationship, a home, a group, person, or whomever. So that's what it's like, tough, to come from a hard place, a dark place in life, and then begin to trust people and let them come into your life because there's always that fear that they're going to let you down they're going to hurt like other people have hurt you. They're going to hurt like you've been hurt in the past. So we can't let that happen. So dispel fear. Create a sense of safety. Create a feeling of belonging. Feel a, Create a feeling of welcome. Create a sense of oneness. Sense of, of, of accepting. And then there will be that feeling of being connected. And when, once that connection takes place, that's where healing takes place. That's where a future now turns around and becomes hopeful. It becomes positive. You can't have a positive future if you don't connect. You can't have a positive future if you don't have a fear reduction in your life. If you don't have trust built up in your life, that's how you become successful in achieving. So it's a trust relationship. Relationships must be based on trust, must be based on kindness, must be based on uh, a willingness to accept and be part of and to belong to. That's the essence of working with a child that is that has been traumatized or comes from a hard place. That's the way to relate to, a, to an adult, a wife, a husband, an, a, an older child that has been traumatized and that has had experiences of distrust and hurt. It can be from a breakup of a relationship too. Boyfriend and girlfriend have this intense relationship and then there's a sudden unexpected breakup and then how do you trust again? How do you reduce the fear so that you can have a new relationship? You can have a new trusting relationship. That's what we're talking about. There has to be this total commitment to rebuild. But you rebuild a connected relationship, not a disconnected relationship. So anyway, nice to have you with me and uh, talk about this issue. That's a tough one, especially if you have a child that you're adopting. Especially if you have a child that you're bringing into your home. That maybe the parent has been irresponsible and you are the grandparent or you are the uh, friend or you're the aunt or you're bringing somebody into your home. These are the kind of kids that are tough to raise unless you build that sense of connectedness. That's what it takes. That's the chore before all of you and or for all of us are in these you know, kind of situations. So go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. There's a great book there, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. These are the kind of issues I talk about in parenting. That book can also be purchased on Amazon, by the way. So feel free to pick it up there, you know, as well. It's a great last-minute Christmas gift for you. So pick it up, okay? Bye for now.